Reformation took place not because Luther decided it would be so, but rather because the time was ripe for it, and because the Reformer, and many others with him, were ready to fulfill their historical responsibility. The Long Quest Luther was born in 1483 in Eisleben, Germany. His father, of peasant origin, had first become a miner and then the owner of several foundries. Young Martin's childhood was not a happy one. His parents were extremely severe, and many years later he would still speak bitterly of some of the punishments he had suffered. Throughout his life he was prey to periods of depression and anxiety, and some scholars suggest that this was due to the excessive austerity of his early years. His first experiences at school were no better, and he later spoke of having been whipped for not knowing his lessons. Although the importance of such early experiences ought not be exaggerated as the sole explanation for the course of Luther's life, there is no doubt that they left a deep imprint on his character. In July 1505, when almost twenty-two years of age, Luther joined the Augustinian monastery at Erfurt. Many causes led to this decision. Two weeks earlier, in the midst of a thunderstorm, he had felt overwhelmed by the fear of death and hell, and he had promised St. Anne that he would become a monk. According to his own later explanation, it was his harsh upbringing that led him to the monastery. His father had planned for him a career in law, and had not spared efforts so that he could have the necessary education. But Luther had no desire to become a lawyer, and therefore it is possible that Luther, though not entirely aware of his motives, was interposing a monastic vocation between his father's plans and his own inclinations. Upon hearing of his son's decision, the older Luther was incensed, and took his own good time in forgiving what appeared to him as a betrayal of his lofty goals for his son. Ultimately, however, Luther was led to the monastery by a concern for his own salvation. The theme of salvation and damnation permeated the atmosphere in which he lived. The present life was little more than a preparation and testing for the one to come. It seemed foolish to devote oneself to gaining prestige and riches in the present, through the practice of law, to the detriment of life everlasting. Luther therefore entered the monastery as a faithful child of the church, with the clear purpose of making use of the means of salvation offered by that church of which the surest was the monastic life of renunciation. During the year of his novitiate, Luther was convinced that he had made a wise decision, for he felt happy and at peace with God. His superiors promptly recognized his unusual abilities and decided that he should become a priest. Luther himself later wrote about the overwhelming experience of celebrating his first Mass, when he was gripped by terror upon thinking that he was holding and offering nothing less than the very body of Christ. That feeling of terror then became increasingly frequent, for he felt unworthy of God's love, and he was not convinced that he was doing enough to be saved. God seemed to him a severe judge, much the same as his father and his teachers had been at an earlier time, who, in the final judgment, would ask for an account and find him wanting. In order to be saved from the wrath of such a god, one must make use of all the means of grace offered by the church. But those means were not sufficient for someone as deeply religious, sincere, and passionate as Luther. 
Good works and the sacrament of penance were supposed to suffice for the young friar's need to be justified before God. But they did not. Luther had an overpowering sense of his own sinfulness, and the more he sought to overcome it, the more he became aware of sin's sway over him. It is mistaken to suppose that he was not a good monk or that his life was licentious or immoral. On the contrary, he sought to obey his monastic vows to the fullest. He would repeatedly punish his body as recommended by the great teachers of monasticism, and he went to confession as often as possible. But such practices did not allay his fear of damnation. If sins had to be confessed to be forgiven, there was always the horrifying possibility that he might forget some sin and thus lose the reward after which he was so diligently striving. He therefore spent hours listing and examining all his thoughts and actions, and the more he studied them, the more sin he found in them. There were times when, at the very moment of leaving the confession,